Father, we thank you for your precious gift of worship. We pray this morning that in the power of your Spirit you will speak to us, to our minds and to our hearts as we reflect on your word about worshipping you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. Do please sit down. Do you enjoy singing? I think most of us do, even if we only do it rarely, and perhaps in some cases not very well. Put my hand up there. Can you think of a particular occasion when you're inspired to sing? Perhaps a concert, maybe a sports fixture, a special occasion, or even a church service. I can remember even today, when I was 16, isn't that remarkable? Walking home after accompanying the lovely girl who would eventually be my wife to her house a mile and a half away from my home. Such dedication. It was usually after the last bus for some strange reason and I would walk back through the dark streets singing Maria from West Side Story only I changed the words to Patricia. But I won't inflict that on you now. Sing. Sing to the Lord. We start a new series in our talks today about worship, and in particular, music and singing in worship. And today we're focusing on St. John's vision of worship in heaven and what is being sung in that reading from Revelation. Revelation is not an easy book to follow after we get through the first three chapters containing the letters from the risen Jesus to the seven historic churches in Asia. Today's Turkey. I suppose along with Daniel and Ezekiel, the rest of Revelation is probably one of the most avoided books of the Bible. There are so many symbolic numbers, strange beasts, frightening horsemen, and forecasts about the end of life on earth, judgment on all people and all powers that reject God, and about the end of time as we know it. These visions of events in heaven are revealed by the Holy Spirit to the Apostle John in his old age, when he was in exile on the island of Patmos. Visions of heaven. And by heaven, of course, we mean not somewhere beyond the bright blue sky, as the children's hymn puts it, but the eternal spiritual realm where God is apart from his presence in earthly time and space. And Revelation chapter 4 starts a new section where we're introduced to four very strange all-seeing living creatures with no earthly equivalents and 24 elders probably representing the 12 tribes of Israel and the 12 apostles God's new Israel, the church. We can't go into detail about them this morning, unless you've got a few hours to spare, that is. We must look at their role, what they're there for before the throne of God, and what they're doing. In short, they're there to worship God, to bow before him, to sing of his glory and his greatness. 
I think it's very important to say at the outset that God doesn't need their worship. Or for that matter, our worship. They worship God because of the overwhelming reality of who God is and what he does. God doesn't need worship, but his glory and power inspire it in us and in all creation. And it's not that we are doing God any favours when we worship him. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Because worship is good for us. It takes us out of the limits of our little selves and our petty concerns compared to the majesty and the glory of God. We give praise and thanks to God for who he is, for what he does, what he has done and what he will do. And we also express our love for God in worship, in, his, in response to his love for us. But we need to beware, because love can be selfish. and can be about how a person we love makes us feel, rather than how we respond to them. And it's like that with our love for God. He needs to be in the centre of my worship, not me and how I feel, even if it's about how I feel about him. In one of our worship songs, we sing, it's all about you, Jesus, not about me. And that's a great goal for worship. Sometimes I think some of our songwriters can make it sound like it's all about me and how I'm feeling. The old Westminster Confession of Faith asks the question, what is the chief end of man? That is, what's the purpose of human beings? What are we for? And the reply is, a man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Worship is what you and I are for. It's our purpose. We are wired to worship. Anthropologists have found there is no national or tribal group anywhere in the world throughout history which didn't have a religion of some kind, focused on a deity outside and greater than themselves. And the fact is, if we don't worship God, that is, put him in the centre of our lives, then we end up by worshipping ourselves or the false gods of possession, money, sex or power which may be extensions of ourselves. These things that don't last. In God we fix our lives on someone who is eternal. In Revelation chapter 4 verse 8 the worship of heaven is summed up Holy, 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 the Lord God, the Almighty, who was and is and is to come. I feel I can't present that as Lewis did. And then in verse 11, you are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honour and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. And then in chapter 6, 
They go on to worship Jesus along with God. Chapter 6, verse 12. Worthy is the Lamb that was slaughtered to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honour and glory and blessing. And in verse 13. To the one seated on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honour and glory and might forever and ever. And of course, we've got no idea <clears throat> what their singing would sound like. No need for a keyboard or an organ, a guitar or a piano. Their music will be literally out of this world and all the more powerful for that. But its key feature will be it's centred on the majesty of God and the victory of Jesus over evil and death. I think most of us find that music has power to move us and uplift us, perhaps even to unite us. But there are many different styles of music. And I'm sure there'll be many contrasting likes and dislikes, even here in this church this morning. Popular musicals, classical opera, joining in at a rock concert, or singing on the football terraces, singing traditional hymns, or contemporary worship songs. And some of us may find it difficult to join in singing in a style of music that we're not very keen on. We need to remember that the thoughts of our hearts towards God are more important than the music that we set them to. I can't imagine anyone in heaven thinking, oh dear, not again. I've never liked that hymn. Oh, that, that song, I really just can't get my head around it. It's too hard to sing. Singing to God must be important because they do it in heaven. But singing isn't the only form of worship, of course. The things we say together and pray together all an important part of our worship, of praise, thanksgiving, and adoration of God. That word worship comes from an old English word, worth-ship. It simply means declaring the worth of God, proclaiming his glory. Many years ago, when guitars in church were quite novel, we held a churches together service in Staines. We sang hymns, we prayed together, and then half an hour into the service, one of the leaders got up with his guitar and announced, and now we're going to have some worship. I'm not sure what he thought we'd been doing for the previous half hour. In our communion services, we say, lift up your hearts. And we respond, we lift them to the Lord. That sums up what worship is. Lifting up our hearts to God as the one who's in the centre of our lives. Conveying our thanks, our praise and our adoration for who he is and what he has done for us. Proclaiming God's worth. And there's power in music to help us to do that wholeheartedly and as well as we can. I'm very grateful for the memory of one of my old junior Sunday school teachers. He didn't have a brilliant voice, but he led the singing with great gusto. And he said on one occasion, in private, I only sing aloud 
because the same Lord who made the nightingale also made the crow. (laughs) Whether you think you're a nightingale or a crow, let's sing to God together. Let's get some practice in for heaven.